<laughs> I'm like actually mad. <laughs> Back with the bargain, bitch boys. I'm Ray. I'm John. And we just saw the worst movie of all time. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Did I have a box? Let me grab the box. Well, the title the is What the Bleep Do We Know? It came out in 2004. Oh, that's right. Uh, I have some alternative titles for this film. What the Bleep Was This? How the Bleep Did This Get Made? It's the worst. It's the, one of the first times I was like actually like filled with anger watching a movie where I was like, bro, why? This shit is so Who dumb. the Bleep funded this? We didn't even know it was a documentary, and then it turned out to be the most, the least informative, like most crazy documentary of just people just saying crazy stuff. Like you can't just say crazy shit and be like, "This is our documentary." Like I don't understand how you can do that. That's, I don't, this I don't movie is just it. all about saying a lot without saying anything. Uh, I'm gonna read the um, the back cover of it. It says, uh, "Embark on a life-changing journey with Amanda." A divorced photographer who tumbles down a metaphysical rabbit hole. Her mind-bending voyage through the worlds of science and spirituality includes revelations by quantum physics experts, playful animation, and even a conversation with a wise 35,000-year-old being. Ultimately, I mean, I think that's Ramtha. Ultimately, Amanda's... No, no, that was... uh... That was the basketball kid. Oh, the basketball kid. That's right. Ultimately, Amanda's perception of reality is turned inside out and the meaning of life becomes clear. See for yourself why this groundbreaking movie became one of the most compelling and talked about films of the year. So every every box. sentence of that was a lie. <laughs> every single sentence. And we're not... Let me let me be clear. This actual title of this movie is What the Bleep Do We Know? Oh yeah, we're not censoring ourselves. It is. It's because we're, what the bleep because we're coy we little boys. The title of the movie is actually What the Bleep Do We Know? And, oh man... We're gonna. I'm for, I want to read a couple of the box quotes just because they're so stupid. Uh, Dan Cray from Time Magazine says, "A sleeper hit. Moviegoers are enthralled." Dan Cray didn't say that. Dan Cray doesn't exist. Dan, Dan Cray's not a real reporter for Time Magazine. <laughs> and then the it's, San Diego Union Tribune says, "A genuinely upbeat movie with big questions and hopeful answers." Not a single answer is in this film. <laughs> I just want to say that. Oh man, hold on. I want to I want to play the opening clip <laughs> that they have. The movie opens up with just random clips spliced together of people just saying things, and that one old professor dude has a funny. clip. That's really the whole movie though. It's that just... is the whole movie. Yeah, that one clip about like what's real. I'm gonna play that because it's the dumbest thing ever. What I thought was unreal now for me seems in some ways to be more real than what I think to be real, which seems now more to be unreal. That's a good summary of what this movie was like. People just saying long sentences of the dumbest shit that they could possibly say. Um, throughout the whole movie, they they end up showing it at the end. But throughout the whole movie, they never tell you anyone's name or... They just have these people they're interviewing yeah. that just say outlandish, completely false things. And they have no the craziest stuff. It's like a History Channel setup where they're like in a room somewhere. The camera's on them. And, but there's just no credentials or Yeah, they're talking head interviews. And it's it's the most bizarre thing. Hold on. I Because I have a list of the craziest things that they went through in order. But basically, it starts off like it's going to be a movie. Um, you're following... Well, first off, this film starts off with the quote going across the screen. In the beginning was the word. <laughs> there, there's, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff with God in this. They go to... I don't even know what, what the connection... It's a very loose connection to that like story with the actors. There's there's no connections here. Yeah, it's all. just a it's about a deaf photographer, and that's it. Every once in a while, but is it really amidst, about a deaf? It's not even about a deaf it's photographer. Not, it's really just about I don't even know what they just cut to her randomly after certain interviews with people, and I was telling you it's the it's the the deaf actress from the West Wing. I was like, how far she's fallen. <laughs> Like that, that she's in What the Bleep Do We Know and the sequel, What the Bleep Do We Know, The Rabbit Hole. <laughs> like that's her, Those are her most recent notable works. Uh, what's her name? Marley Matlin, yeah. So yeah, we have, at the beginning, there's this weird like synth music sequence where it just, it's like following like brain neural networks. It looks like Osmosis Jones. Uh, this whole movie is kind of like Osmosis Jones. But a, but a terrible version yeah, of Yeah, there's Osmosis no Bill Murray. Jones. There's no... 
There's no anything redeeming about the entire. But it's like film. following like the brain, like neural networks, and then it pops up in a bubble. Is like, oh, here we have another talking head saying something like, "If the fathers of our gods are dead, <laughs> oh my God. then is how is reality our subconscious?" There was a, this was like the first time. I felt like Brandon. I was like, I was falling asleep. I was like, this is the dumbest. Like, I was like on on the verge of just like bored, disgusted, mad, and just like I can't even finish this movie right now. But the entire thing was nuts. I mean, what's the first thing that they before they start getting into the Columbus thing? Because I, I know, know that their it's first hard major for me point. to like give the mood of this movie. It's just like it has them interviewing these people. They say something right. crazy, and then like this photographer lady like does something that kind of relates to what they just said but barely but there's no plot there's no so barely oh the movie theater that's how it starts yeah, that's really what the whole remember. the whole feel of it is like one of those mid-2000s like when you're in the mandatory health class in high school like one of those sex ed videos but a garbage but it doesn't teach you anything about but sex. A garbage <laughs> version of that. actually um i was looking at the reviews while we were watching it because i was like all these box quotes are like audiences are are loving this movie. I was like, no way. I had to like look it up, and this one dude had a review. I'm gonna pull it up to read it in length, but he was like, "You're better off buying like a nine dollar textbook, <laughs> like from a thrift store or something, on the topic." But there's like so many furious uh, reviews about how like inaccurate all the information was. They go, they have different like specific like hitting points, like seven things that they reference. And this one guy wrote, like, a long review just being like, here's everything wrong with this documentary. And he just goes in piece by piece, like, tearing it apart. One of the ones from Mako Shark, it says, I saw the movie as a New Age religion passed off as a scientific fact. The movie gets a lot of the quantum theory and neurology right, but then it proceeds to make a lot of wild tangential claims that are loosely based on the theory and pass it off as absolute fact, which they do consistently through the whole movie. Uh, the first, the first one being, I want, I'm going to mention it too because. Well, before that, before that, I just oh, want yeah, to say this quote that somebody I don't remember which talking head said this, but they said, "Have you ever thought about what thoughts are made of?" Oh, that was <laughs> that was the dude. Um, which uh, one? What I have all their names. The the Joe Joe something like Joe Piscano or something like that. Oh, doctor. Oh, the, yeah. Um, the chiropractor. Yeah, he. Uh, so, doctor Joe. What is it? Dr. Joe Dispenza, doctor of chiropractic go. medicine, Life University. At Life University. And I, yeah, I looked that up. And like Life University's claim to fame is that Dr. Joe I'm Dispenza goes there. I'm, he went that's there. not a real... I'm surprised that's any sort of real school. I just figured that's like somebody's <laughs> Facebook like bio. Like, yeah, uh, school of hard knocks. Yeah, Life University. I went to a Life Lo- University. Location in your mom's house. And if anybody's confused <laughs> about like what chiropractic... That's not a real doctorate. That's it's not... not it's like a huge problem because there's no actual accreditation. You can just say, I'm a chiropractor. And of course, there's some legit chiropractors out there, but Dr. Joe Dispenza is not one of them. I'm going to um, Life University. If you go to www.lifeedu, it says, explore the possibilities. And it just has a, uh, it's a whole thing about Joe. They're, they're like proud. They're like, this is where Joe's from. It's like a whole big thing. That's so crazy. Campus life. Through the commitment to the the wellness and lifestyle, students have to access the Socrates Cafe. (laughs) I freaking hate everything about this this whole documentary. It's so stupid. Campus life. We head to South America and drink some Kool-Aid. That's what that is. (laughs) We we all kill ourselves together. You you can get into the next topic. I'm going to look through the social media hub on Life University real quick. (laughs) There's a social media hub? Yeah, they have a whole, like, here's our Snapchat. <laughs> here's our Instagram and our LinkedIn. So this actress, what's the main actress's name? You oh, said it um, before. Uh, Marley Matlin. Yeah. I don't, I haven't watched The West Wing, but the only thing I look at her and I just think she's like a Dollar General Elaine from uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, she does sort of look, her... like, uh, look like her, yeah. Um, What's that lady's name? I forget. But yeah. Based in Atlanta, Georgia, Life U is where it is sorry yeah like, the acting like in this whole thing Instagram. i mean there's the talking head interviews but like the actual acting for the characters is terrible oh yeah it's, it's painful disgusting. <laughs> well that because well they have you have her and then you have her roommate um they established I, like that she was even uh, worse oh uh, yeah i don't even know if it's her roommate or her friend or what but like 
to to step it up a notch. They're like, oh, you don't like the main characters acting? Like we got you're gonna really most, hate this. We got the most like over the top, terrible. She's supposed to ever. be like the quirky. I paint with my feet. I what wear was that weird entire pigtails. Thing? She was just like stomping in paint and then walking across a canvas. I was like, what? Expression. In the world. I want to give her a shout out too because she was ex- exceptionally garbage. <laughs> Let me pull that up. But yeah, they they start with um the deaf lady like going to a movie and somebody gives like a very deep a quote unquote deep and profound thing where they're like, what if you were somewhere and then in an alternate reality you were also in that place but not in the exact same location? <laughs> and I was like, well, so what if? Like, what do you mean? They, like their whole premise of this whole thing is just like, what if? Uh, what if this? And you're like, okay, like what if? Like what if the understand. colors you see? aren't the same colors i see oh my god the stuff with the eyes like it's so stupid the eyes are pimping the brain <laughs> i didn't even think of that when i was watching it the stuff with the eyes is crazy it's like you remember when jaden smith was going through that phase where he was like writing crazy stuff mm-hmm. on like twitter before he like became a rapper it was reminding me of that like he used to write things like this on his twitter page where he'll just be like um how can i believe what my eyes are seeing when my eyes aren't even real like stuff like that <laughs> like this i feel like he would have they even had the, they even had like the strange capitalization rules in this movie too if you notice at the end oh no i didn't there was just they were not following any kind of capitalization conventions <laughs> at all which i mean you don't have to if yeah if, uh, our reality more movies like it's this. just a manifestation of our subconscious the secret um elaine hendrix is uh the actress that plays her roommate and uh she is terrible. she's not in anything else right um she's so apparently she's in the parent trap like the like the oh wait uh, she's that's what i thought one. yeah she's like the evil mom in the parent trap. is she okay yeah. no that, how, that's why her, is she so bad in that's her that's her most notable thing i, I haven't seen the parent trap recently enough to remember but i mean she was that was still like a major role. yeah no it's a major role that's weird that she's doing this i feel like this is all just fallen from grace uh no this is all just people that got recruited for this cult yeah they're all dead now i'm trying to look up the dude that was at the party too but um yeah needless to say the cast was ridiculous everything about it was terrible but um to go back to the eyes thing i do want to touch on it a little bit yeah this is the first complete fallacy so this is that they're going down a checklist to like let you know here's why everything that they're saying is is bond and the first thing that they go to is uh, we cut to an interview with Ramtha, and she. No, it wasn't Ramtha. It was. Um, was it Ramtha, or it was the other? It lady? was. It was Candace Pert. Candace whose Pert. Qualifications is holder of patents for modified peptides. And that's it. Nothing else. That's it, Candace. <laughs> just Candace. She wears tie dye. Yeah, just Candace sitting. She's in sitting her... in front of books, so, so we Candace, can assume she's literate. So but... Candace, I think I have um, the story actually, uh, but Candace is basically letting you know about how what you think you see with your eyes um but i'm just gonna let candace tell which you. oh wait are you pointing it's the columbus story okay. no i'll let you i'll let you preface it Go just ahead. so i mean that's a legitimate thing is that yeah like our eyes are sensing things that gets reported to our brain and mm-hmm. our brain is telling us what we see so in a way you know it's not all it's a it's manifestation not totally, yeah 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 it's not what, totally false the idea that she's perpetuating, but so in the you manner that, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But then this next thing they say, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna just play it out. But they're gonna they're gonna tell you what they think and then give you an example in history of how that has come to fruition. Through conditioning. So uh, a wonderful story that I believe is true is that when the Indians, the Native American Indians uh, on the Caribbean islands, saw Columbus's ships approaching. They couldn't see them at all because it was so unlike anything they had ever seen before. They couldn't see it. When Columbus's armada landed in the Caribbean, none of the natives were able to see the ships, even though they existed on the horizon. The reason that they never saw the ships was because they had no knowledge in their brains or no experience that clipper ships existed. So the shaman starts to notice that there's ripples out in the ocean, but he sees no ship, but he starts to wonder what's causing the effect. So every day he goes out and looks and looks and looks, and after a period of time, he's able to see the ships. And once he sees the ships, he tells everybody else that ships exist out there, because everybody trusted and believed in him. They saw them also. What? 
So I don't, I don't, wanna, the I don't like to cuss on this. Going, I don't like to cuss on this. That's complete bullshit. There's no... <laughs> this is the dumbest shit ever. So before we even get to the idea that clearly those Caribbean people had boats or canoes of some kind, <laughs> so they would definitely know what, like, at least, like, tangentially, like, what a boat looks like. The fact that you're, like, trying to tell me that because they've never seen a boat that big, they were just blind You just can't it, see it. And they just saw through it. But what you need, you need your shaman <laughs> to see the ripples. That's, that's how you do it. That's the dumbest thing ever. And so we looked up each of these as they were telling it. <laughs> you looked it up and immediately was like, yeah, no, this is, like, something that just, is You don't even need believed. to look it up. Yeah. Like, clearly, that's not how anything has ever worked. The, the, just the fact that you're like, oh, like, this person's... That's like saying, like, if there's a specific animal in the wild that I've never seen before, and I, like, walk out, I, was, I would see literally it. see through it. Like, not, it's not like I'm, I'm going to see, like, a blur. Like, they're implying that you would literally just look and nothing would be there until you someone says, hey, there's an animal in front of you, and then it, like, materializes in front of you. <laughs> it's so freaking stupid, dude. Everything about this just made me increasingly more and more angry. But everything about it was so dumb. Uh... So the the second point that they well, oh that, no she she has the dream right well let me let me say where they why that's such a false thing oh yeah yeah go ahead so there's no records of that what what this whole bogus claim about Columbus and all that and the the natives couldn't see the ships comes from is a cherry picked diary entry from the Cook expedition to Australia where some of the Aborigines um. Just in that specific diary entry, they didn't pay much attention when the boats were coming by. But then in every other diary entry, they, like, came out and, like, reacted to it. <laughs> but it was just, like, one botanist said, like, you know what? They weren't really paying much attention to it. They were just kind of living their lives. So that's kind of gotten twisted in this whole thing. Where, where they didn't even see it at all. Yeah. I which, mean... the problem is, if you present that, this complete false thing as your like first thing in your movie it discredits the rest of the movie like at that point i'm like i can't listen to any of this because you just believe this like full. It, well it's it's probably one of the most believable <laughs> arguments <laughs> that they have i think that's why they let off with it there because they were like we can't lead off with the freaking water joints <laughs> so, so let's start off with the boat thing first and the eyes and then we'll work our way to the more ridiculous stuff but I want to give a shout out to the one of the directors. I think his, I had his name written on the board. It's Mark Vicenti. I do the maniac. <laughs> I don't even know what's wrong with him. He has this movie, and then he has a sequel to this movie, going further down the quote unquote rabbit hole. Which, if, and you know what? Okay, so I give it to um, what's her name again? Candace Pert. She's a holder of patents for modified peptides. She has no qualifications, whatever. She can say crazy stuff. <laughs> but the guy who expanded on all this was um. Was that? No, that wasn't Fred. Oh, the guy who went into the story. That was the lab coat guy. Yeah. Was Andrew Newberg, who's holds a doctorate of medicine and is an assistant professor in the Department of Radiology at the University of Pennsylvania. They found all these people. He better be fired. They found- you can't say these. <laughs> they found all these people through Craigslist. He went through med school? Yeah, no, no way they do. With no sort of research or common sensibilities? No. I mean, I guess, I don't know, like, stereotypes about doctors, but... Nah, that I dude catch me. If, that dude catch me if you can't his way through med school. <laughs> There's no way that dude is actually. I studied. mean, we can't rule out that they just completely made up these qualifications. That's a fact. This. There's I, no. So, so they have a very specific background set up for each person, which made me feel like it's just fake. Like this guy, they just put him in a lab coat and next to a monitor, a computer monitor with just a like a digital a screensaver <laughs> of a brain. So you're like, oh, the guy this is a trustworthy. The guy who's dude. a professor, there's just an equation on a blackboard behind him, just like one equation. <laughs> two plus two like, you guys equals suck. nine. Reality. It's so stupid, man. Everything about it is so stupid. Um, what was there? You have a you have a more compiled list of their their points in order, right? I think the next thing that they talked about, I have it um, in here. The next thing that they, oh no, this is when they went to the um, molecules. When you don't look the, at them, or yeah, the next one's the basketball. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she uh, after she wakes up from her dream um, of the Christopher Columbus shaman showing her the boats on the water, her uh, roommate, the horrible actress, comes in and is like, "What's wrong?" She's like sign language talking to her. And uh, she's like, did you have that dream again where you're like out on the water and the boat materialized in front of you and a shaman? And I was like, what? 
she goes out of her house and like starts walking down the street. They're just like in like the urban streets of like a city, and there's like a young black kid playing basketball on the court, and like the ball rolls over to her feet. And like this kid, I looked him up. He's not an actor either. This is his only credential. Which like obviously. he's a thirty-five thousand-year-old being. Yeah, he's a thirty-five thousand. He showed year old up being. for what the bleep do we know? Yeah, he just came through. He'll come yeah. back in another he just fifty thousand. Uh, he's waiting on the court and he's like, go ahead, take a shot. And he's like pressuring her big time. Like she says no, like five times and he keeps throwing the ball back. Like, no, nah, go ahead. You and then it. she steps through like this blue, like screen. Yeah. When she of, walks onto the court, she like steps plasma through, like, a, type of thing. Yeah, so you're so like, stupid. oh, here it is. We're in another world now. Special effects brought to you by Mr. X and he's of just... uh, Toronto. <laughs> and what's the other one? Cousin, Lost Boys Studios. Cousin of uh, video director, Little X. Uh, yeah, Lost Boy Studios um, animations killed it. <laughs> they, this is their this is their big break. They're like, we're gonna kill this joint. Nothing's gonna go wrong here. But now they they have this kid like saying all kinds of just like nothing ever. Not, your hands never touch the ball. You know, ball but never all that stuff was like actual stuff. But the way it was presented, it was just like yeah. But it was like were... before high school, like in high school, before you like start your lab. That's what this was like. Was like the little video they show you. It's like here's the concepts you're gonna be doing. But even that it's like, though, now now kids get in your lab groups. Even that though, they present they present like factual stuff about molecules. But then they go on to the bald dude with the beard. I forget what his name is. But he uses that information. Uh, about how like um, when you're like not looking at a molecule, it can be like displaced and like can be in two places at once. To say that if you like believe, essentially that if you believe hard enough, like in your heart, <laughs> that that you can be in two places at once, that um, like it's a possibility. Like he, and he uses walking on water as an example. Do you not oh, remember no. that? Uh, I guess I just wasn't paying that much. Yeah, no, because he because he says like he's like you know it's doing something like being in one spot and then like projecting yourself to another spot or walking on water. They're not things that we'll ever be able to do because there's always going to be some like seed of doubt in our mind that we can't do those things. But he was like, but like based on this like molecule thing that depending on when you're looking at them and when a certain energy is being given to them, that they are in one state and then they can be in another state depending on the energy that's given to them. He's essentially saying that like positive energy could make you like do that as well where like if no one's looking at you have you ever seen they were right this is this is recruiting for a cult (laughs) they got little bow wow as jesus that's what this is (laughs) have you ever seen the movie mystery men no it's like a fake superhero movie with like a bunch of comedians and stuff they have kel mitchell in that movie his superpower is that he's invisible but only when no one looks at him (laughs) i feel like that's what this dude is implying like if you believe it hard enough as long as no one's looking at you you can teleport (laughs) i was like dude f this dude i like it was going in such the strangest directions but that was like the one thing that they had that was like scientific facts and then the dude just came in and was like now that you know that here's what i think this means and And the problem was they say these outlandish things but at the same time like the scientific facts part is just boring it's like it's like a science lab video yeah no you were saying that you're like it's like yeah, it's a like a class te- video. Like it came show, with a textbook. This is the first fifteen minutes of your two hour like lab period mm-hmm. and then it's like, All right, kids, get in your groups. Alright, based on what that thirty five thousand year old being Everybody told you. grab a basketball and a partner. <laughs> See when you're dribbling it doesn't actually touch the ground. Uh yeah, so she um I, I this is like off topic and I don't know how it even matters, but there's a scene in that where he's like talking to her and that one dude basketball player like comes into the do you remember that yeah was that supposed to be like future little bow wow or something yeah i don't know but he like he pops into the frame and he's like yeah i play i play ball with this dude all the time that's why i always want him on my team and then exits because the frame. yeah because he's like they're applying that he can like go into <laughs> yeah. the past because yeah, they he, have that scene where it's like oh, he past, rewinds yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the past and the present all the same to me and then she turns into like oh yeah that's yeah. another that's another thing too that that dude like implies that like with the right amount of energy, you could just, like, redo something real quick. <laughs> it's like, remember how Einstein said that uh, past, present, future is just our perception? Well, you have the power. Yeah, it's, it's stupid, man. Everything about this was stupid. I was just mad, sad, angry, tired. Even now, I'm, like, tired. I didn't even want to do this. I was like, now we got to record a podcast on this stupid movie. Uh, the next thing that they do is the meditation one, which I don't have any notes on. But you actually looked it up, Well, actually, right? the next thing was the... um. 
the video phone scene where we get a little more. Oh plot. my god! Yeah, I forgot to to switch back to our uh, our deaf protagonist. So we're not even sure that she is a photographer at this point. Mm-hmm. It isn't until this next scene where she pulls out her flip phone. And suddenly, it's like a FaceTime video phone. Just a regular flip phone, no yeah. front face camera or anything, obviously. And just the entire screen is taken up by her boss, who's just like... He's like, I need you to get to this wedding. He's though. like, I got... He's, no, he's like, I got... Um, no, because this is before the wedding. It's the photo shoot. He's like, I got models here. And they're all like, where's the photographer? And I had to tell them, I don't know where the photographer is. And he's like, where are you? We need you down here. And it's like just his face on the front of the flip phone. Because this is when she like starts rushing over uh, at the train station. We, we didn't mention earlier, but she's like taking these pills. What were those pills? They don't, they're just supposed to be pills. Because I feel like part of the whole message of this is like, if you have a mental disorder, you don't need your pills. You just need to realize that the old gods are dead, and it's your yeah. subconscious. Yeah, it's very Kanye. Um, yeah, so she she's like on her way to the to the subway train because she's like, oh, I'm late for my video shoot or whatever, and uh, she like drops her pills like on the subway on the ground. So she's like bends down to pick them up, and the, the subway train just doesn't stop. It just like, like completely oh, passes a full stop, and she's like, "Oh no!" And oh, has, what's this over here? A booth on this crazy man's rantings about water? Not one, <laughs> not one booth. <laughs> Several booths. Each photograph for each experiment is like three feet apart. There's a woman in there that's just like. But All before right, that, we gotta gonna... talk about the DC meditation thing. The oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. that. So I'll let you cover that one because you looked up most of it. But essentially, it was a study that saying. In Washington, D.C., uh, they got, like, a bunch of people. Together. Yeah, it was the claims they were making were that in 1993, Washington, D.C. had the highest murder rate in the country. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they got a bunch of, like, transcendental meditation types to, like, come there and just meditate on the city. <laughs> and the claim for it was, like, two months. It was, like, one session a week for two months. And the claims they made was that they reduced violent crime by 18%. Now, the thing with that is that they didn't <laughs> reduce – crime actually rose during that period. It's just by their own estimations, they said that it would have been even higher by 18%. And that 18%, what they did is they took out – there was 10 murders in a 36-hour period, <laughs> and they just excluded that data because it went against what they wanted. Oh, they were just like, oh, that was an anomaly. You, you can't prevent that stuff with meditation, but uh, <laughs> we got that other stuff on lock. It's so crazy that they and they just present as complete as fact. fact. And the other thing is, in the real study of the people that were biased towards this, they mm-hmm. said eighteen percent, which still was false. But this movie said twenty five percent. They just pulled it out. They made up a number, <laughs> which is crazy. But I mean, as you see with everything in this movie, it's all made up. That's why I'm like, can you do that? Like, I want to make a documentary now, just like saying random I mean, shit in, and just in, put it out. In the age of Trump, you can do anything. I guess that's a fact. Do you yeah. see like that recent thing where he tweeted out his like, um. Illegal immigrants have cost us like eight trillion dollars. Oh, yeah, we made this completely number. specific number, yeah. and then the like his own agency, like the customs like, board, no. were just like, "This yeah. is actually false." <laughs> That's what's up to to have the confidence to just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just throw some shit out <laughs> so that people just get on my side." I, that, I feel like that's me like when I I had like a debate class in college like during my associate's degree, and I remember this one kid like killed me with. <laughs> This is actually pretty this is funny. This one kid, I forget what we were debating. We were debating, like, um, education for, like, uh, minorities or something like that. And he brought up, like, some statistic that, like, destroyed my argument. Like, And it was, like, a question. And it was, like, well, how many of those people, like, make under, like, this amount of money? And it was supposed to shut me up. And my response was immediately i was like 52 percent. like i made up a number and i remember like people in the class being like oh shit like this man had the numbers ready and even my teacher like i I don't know if she just didn't care as much but like at the end of it she just like gave me props for winning the debate and i remember sitting down and being like if anybody looks that up i straight up made that number and i made up a source too because i was like 52 percent and he was like according to what and i like looked at a paper in my hand that did definitely didn't have these words on it and i like made up the name of a source and i remember doing that in real time and being like i'm gonna get called on it but like whatever i'm trying to win the debate and it just like flew and i feel like that's what they're doing they're just like no one's gonna check but like literally if you're watching it and just pull out google you could be like oh none of that that they but imagine before like the internet age like imagine you could just say stuff yeah you're in the middle ages somebody's just like well uh 
Well, even now, like with like weird, which is actually um, even now, they can't sync. But so. even yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even now, with like weird like backwards YouTube documentaries that people mm-hmm. watch, they're like, "Yo, have you seen like like this, this, and this? That's crazy." And you could like Google three things and be like, "That's not what happened." <laughs> And like it's it's just so crazy because like even now that that happens, so you can imagine back then you just had to believe what you heard. Mm-hmm. So that that's like what you were saying. Like people were just like, oh yeah, the only way to find out they're witch witches can't float is to sink them. And it's like, well, what if they're not a witch? Well, then well, we don't have Google. Yeah, like my bad. I was trying to be safe. Fire Keep Tuck this community seems like good. a yeah. trustworthy guy. But yeah, no, we can't risk it. It's so stupid. This would have been, yeah, this is like a, a movie that they probably should have put out in like the 70s or something. But yeah, so that brings us to our next scene, The Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what's that dude's name? Emoto? Dr. Emoto? Yeah, well, she's still on like the subway platform. Yeah, so she, after she drops her pills and picks them up and misses the subway train, before leaving, she catches wind of like this like tour guide woman that's in the subway. She's like dressed up like she's like... Like giving a tour of like Abernathy Farms or something like it's like very well put together, and uh she's like over here we have the water experiments of Doctor Emoto, and what he did was he had different like uh containers of water like of the exact same his, stream. So his claim was that water feels emotions, and that right. because we're ninety percent water, which we're not, it's seventy percent water. So <laughs> <laughs> because of that, that's what really. It's like imagine how much more we feel because of that seventy percent, that ninety percent water. If water itself feels emotion. Yeah, imagine. Oh, I have that clip. Imagine if water, if it affects water that much, what's it doing to us? It makes you wonder, doesn't it? If thoughts can do that to water, imagine what thoughts can do to us. <laughs> so- so yeah, the, the the claim that this guy is making, Dr. Emoto, is that he has like um, a bunch of things of water from the same place, same water source and everything. And basically he's going to like aim one emotion at a, at some of the water and aim another emotion at some of the water and photograph it to see how it affects the water. And, and so the, the ones that receive positive emotions made like crystal structures like snowflakes, snowflakes. and stuff while the other ones were just blobs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> I did, I, <laughs> what that what that marinate for a second? Yeah, if you just like l- look up online the Doctor Emoto water just to see some of the number forms. one, he's not a doctor. Oh yeah, he's not a doctor at all. Um, hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because it's so funny. Like some of the like the the waters are they're just like ice, like they're just cold that they like created. Yeah, the crystal structure is. Like, the way it's created is actually by the temperature and the conditions of formation. Not... And he, he was just like, no, this means... And actually, what they're saying, too, is that a water of less purity is going to... How those snowflakes form is they form around dust particles. Mm-hmm. So, a water of less purity is actually going to look more like a snowflake structure than... Yeah. So, um, he had, like, a couple of them where it was, like, chi of love was, like, what he put. Sort yeah, of so then he, he made the claim that water can, can read. read. yeah. And it doesn't need to learn to read. It just knows. So, what so he would do is he would right, take Rather jars, than you saying something or, like, emanating an emotion towards it, you could write something. So, what does he do? He takes jars and does what? He would take jars and he would write, like, a positive thing or a negative thing. And his yeah. claim was that the ones with positive things formed, like, beautiful crystal structures. And the yeah, ones so the negative, positive things were, like, chi of love and, like thankfulness and then the negative one was uh you make me sick i'll kill you <laughs> and he put that in the bottle and they're like, they like look at the bottle it's not forming a crystal stretcher it's so dumb and like she this woman is like in the subway uh like station and she's like going down each one she's like oh this one is chi of love and look at the crystal formations and oh this one's you make me sick i hate you and look clearly the water's not very happy <laughs> And like the the freaking uh, our main character, I don't even know her name, is like looking like she's like, oh my god. This explains everything. This is what this is what. But I've doctor, been the thing in was, Doctor Emoto didn't just stop with water. He also had another experiment. Oh my god. Where his claim was that cooked rice would go bad faster if it had negative words written on the vessel, versus <laughs> the ones that had positive words written on the vessel. So. And according to his claims, it worked. But the way he did his study is he just has school children just, like, mail them in their results. 
Yeah, so nothing was controlled was the, by him. Yeah, it was just, just like America's funniest home video. It was like, oh, mail it in to me. And, uh, <laughs> I just, I just noticed on the front cover. I just want to read it. Science and spirituality come together in this mind-bending trip down the rabbit hole. Is their tagline? It just makes me laugh because <laughs> they wanted this to be a thing so bad. It's not a thing. Oh my god! Distributed by 20th Century Fox. I don't know how these kind of things get made, honestly. Like nobody sees this, and it's just like, oh no! Like, I mean, there's got to be a market for it. Brandon would have loved this. That's unfortunate. All right, so um, the then water... we get to the wedding. Oh, and then we do the wedding, right? So <laughs> my notes just say water can read. Uh, we get to the wedding. And basically, because she missed out on her photo shoot with the models, her boss... Oh, before the wedding is um, when she walks in on her boss checking out that girl's butt. Mm-hmm. And we get Ramtha's uh, oh, sexual Oh, is that where we get Ramtha's? Yeah. So, Ramtha... <laughs> Ramtha She's is, one of the talking heads. Is one of is, the talking she heads. She looks like Miss Piggy. I'll just refer to her as So, Ms. more Piggy. specifically, it's, her name is Judy Zebra Knight. And Judy Zebra Knight... Uh, is a woman she's a master teacher she's a master at teacher the, uh, at the ramtha school of enlightenment right so the ramtha school of enlightenment is a school of enlightenment based on an, like a an ancient spiritual figure named ramtha now uh although judy's the one in the chair being interviewed they do not list judy as the talking head that's being interviewed rather but they list ramtha channeled being by channeled judy's by judy. judy zebra knight so everything that you're hearing is straight from the mouth of Ramtha, and they're just using Judy as a vessel. But she goes to to then explain how all of these principles would apply to male erections. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and play it here because it's fantastic. Sexual fantasy. It only takes one sexual fantasy for a man to have a hard on. In other words, it only takes one thought here for a man to have an erection in his member. And yet, there was a sexual fantasy. I just think it's very funny. <laughs> While that's true, isn't that like a complete misapplication of like... It the... doesn't apply in any way. But while she's telling this, we're introduced to Amanda's boss. That's her name, Amanda. It just popped into my head. Uh, and he's like checking like some girl's butt out while she's like bending down, getting something out of the fridge. And uh, so she comes up. She's like, hey, I'm so sorry about uh, missing the photo shoot and everything like that. This happened or whatever. And he's like basically letting her know that she has to do this other job to make up for it. And it's to photograph a wedding. And she hates weddings. But it's not just a wedding. It's a Polish Catholic wedding. Oh, which yeah. has huge significance no, yeah, in this it's, movie. It's, There's it this matters. whole like, Polish subplot. It's it like, oh, those those Poles, you know. It's, it definitely With their matters. polka and their... So, sauerkraut i don't know the polish people eat sauerkraut. she she, she hates thing. weddings and uh they don't tell us why at this moment but she keeps getting flashes to her own wedding so apparently she's been married at some point because they keep flashing back to her at the um <clears throat> like basically at the front of the ceremony like exchanging vows and with like her groom keeps like shooting over looks to this like blonde in the crowd and like smiling at her and she'll Which, smile the way you're describing it makes a lot more sense than the movie actually shows it <laughs> Yeah, because when I said it out loud, you were like, oh, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think that's what they're trying to go for is that she had a bad experience at her own wedding. But uh, she goes to the wedding basically to film it, and that's where she runs into that dude who, like, I don't know, he he looks familiar. Well, before that, after, uh, I have to say, after that whole erections member speech from Ramtha, there's this, this is where we get the Joe boys start popping up. Oh, yeah, the, the Digital Jello Osmosis Jones. Yeah, because he, he, he pops out of that dude's penis. And then he goes, it's party time. <laughs> <laughs> they are these, like, really bad um, special that's, effects. And that's Jello the rest man. of the movie is, like, the Jello boys. And they take over for the rest of the movie. And uh, there's a one Jello boy that, like, comes out of this one dude's dick and just, like, slides down the side of his pants. And then the girl that he's interested in has, like, a little Jello girl. And they start dancing, and it's like, I don't know what he's even supposed to symbolize. I don't know what any of it is. Uh, but these Jello people are all over the wedding, also. Which, again, we're still getting interspliced with the Talking Heads interview. Like, the Talking Heads will be like, and, um, what are they Stuff say? unrelated to weddings. They say, the one guy said, each cell has a consciousness. 
<laughs> oh, um, oh no, actually, no. This is after the wedding, so I'll let you go go ahead with the sales of consciousness. But yeah, which is true, but like they then drag it out. They're like each cell is a consciousness, and then they like make these little Jello Boy cell characters that are just like <laughs> dancing around. And... So yeah, these these little Jello Boys are the conscious cells, I guess. Uh, and uh, so she's at the wedding, and she's like reluctantly taking pictures, and like doesn't want to be there. Blah blah blah. And uh, she like decides to get drunk with this guy that is like at the at the wedding also, and like she's getting like more and more drunk and like letting loose, like taking off her jacket and stuff. And these little Jello boys are like running around her feet. I don't know if they're like her cells or if they're the dude. I don't know. Oh no, they're the dude's cells. Mm-hmm. They're around his feet, and they're like emanating what his thoughts are. And he's like, "Oh, this like girl's not interested in me. I don't know what to do." And uh, she starts like dancing with them like i forget what happens exactly they're dancing to like some some party music because this is right around the polka Mm -hmm. thing they're like dancing to some party music and some guy storms the dj booth like an old (laughs) white man mind you none of this has anything to do with the whole like we're answering the world's toughest and craziest questions this is just completely (laughs) out of left field they just decided to add this weird story element about polka dancing (laughs) polka and polish community yeah but Oh, that that's what it is. She goes to the bathroom and sees um some guy making out with one of the bridesmaids mm-hmm. and she thinks it's the groom, remember? They're not just making out, it's a it's Yeah, they're a having sex. sex. Yeah, yeah. They're, she, well, they're having a, sex a up against strange, the glass window. A strange director's choice for this movie. Yeah, and she she walks in on them and she thinks it's the groom and one of the bridesmaids. So she comes out to like snitch and this, this, that's how she meets the dude. The dude grabs her hand. He's like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" And she's like, that person's like the groom's cheating on the bride with someone back there, and then he's like, "Oh, the groom's right there," and like the groom's clearly with the bride, and then the dude that comes out of the back is just like another Polish guy, and then he says, "Polacks, they all look the same in a suit." <laughs> I was like, what? "No, in a tux." In a tux, you know yeah. that that classic stereotype. I was like, "What? Like what? Like why is that a thing that's being said or like perpetrated in this film?" And uh, then yeah, that old man gets on the mic and is like, "It ain't a Polish wedding without a polka." And then some, he doesn't just get on the mic. He fights the DJ and slams him through a table and then pulls out an accordion. <laughs> and then he says, it ain't a Polish wedding without polka and starts playing live polka music. And then everybody starts grinding. Yeah, and everybody just starts grinding and getting overly sexual. And now she's like into the dude. She's a little bit more drunk and she's like dancing around with him and stuff. And yeah, again, none of it has anything to do with these like talking heads of like professors and weird spirits being interviewed but uh after that is what when she wakes up in the house mm-hmm. and that's where we have the body image scenes yeah so she wakes up like pr- pretty much mostly naked but in a button up and like like her panties and stuff and she wakes up sitting on the couch and she walks by a mirror and this is where they start to say that like uh your energy towards like how you see yourself like actually affects the way that you look which it it starts off making sense Mm -hmm. and then which is like most of this movie where it starts off you're like okay that's true they take one thing that has like a a seed of truth to it and then they spin it on its head and then they say that saying negative things about yourself causes you to age yeah so she starts screaming at herself in the mirror i have no idea why she just wakes up and she just is like i'm ugly (laughs) and she like goes off and they show her vision of herself. It's like a funhouse mirror where like her waist gets really big. So she goes into the bathroom and starts screaming and squeezing the toothpaste open into the the sink, which I didn't <laughs> understand either. And she's like going crazy, yelling. And then her reflection in the mirror turns into an old woman. And while that's happening, the dude is saying... Ramtha also says Yeah, it. and Ramtha is saying that like basically the more negative you are... Like, it's causing you to age. So, like, theoretically, if you're just a very positive person, you're going to, like... And not just, like, not oh, age. it'll give you, like, worry lines or something. She literally says it's making That's you what causes turn aging. into an old person. Yeah, like, that is what causes aging. We've and unlocked so if, it. If we had no negative thoughts, then we would all be immortal, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and Ramtha believes that because we're not just all humans. Well, I mean, Ramtha's immortal. We're all immortal, Judy, according to Ramtha. Judy I have, I, have her, I have her quote. Hold on. <laughs> Do I think that you're bad? I don't think you're bad. Do I think you're good? I don't think you're good either. I think you're God. <laughs> uh, Ramtha's killing, killing it. it. I love Ramtha, man. 
Ramtha the new. We gotta we gotta get Ramtha on the podcast for part two. Uh, Ramtha, <laughs> Ramtha lets us know that we're all God. Oh no, you missed um. Oh, who said that? That it makes you wonder if thoughts can do that to water. Imagine what thoughts. Oh can yeah, do that was the the clip that I played earlier. Yeah, so oh, basically that. that's that's the. It goes back to that whole thing where, like, our bodies are, according to the movie, 90% water. <laughs> and so those negative things, the, the same way that they affected the water, affect you, and that's what makes you older. And so she realizes that as she's looking in the mirror, and then she decides to change just on, the, on like, a whim, just to be like, all right, now I'm going to be very positive. She doesn't just change. She starts drawing she hearts starts drawing on herself. She starts drawing hearts on herself with a little blue marker. And her roommate comes in and is just like, are you okay? I heard screaming. She's like, no, I'm good. And then, like I went to borrow some toothpaste. Yeah. And this hoe just takes like a handful of toothpaste. <laughs> she just squirted it all over the mirror. And it's like, here you go. She just like picks it up with her hand and like slaps it in the girl's hand. But her roommate's like, I'm so quirky. This she's is a, actually how I wanted my toothpaste. She, her roommate is a free spirit Zoe Deschanel character in a rom-com. She's just like, this is exactly what I needed. And she just leaves. And yeah, it's so bizarre, man. I don't even have any notes beyond that because what after that she just goes to the movie theater, right? Well, after that it like has a slow pan to her in the bathtub, and I was just so hoping like maybe she killed herself. In this oh, yeah, and this You're movie like, can she be drown over. Herself in this like did she over drown herself? This is over. Oh my god, the whole thing is a disaster. Uh, but yeah, they're they're like wrapping up the meaning of life, and <laughs> they just have all of these talking head people talk about what they think all of this means or what the meaning of life is i forget what that dude's credentials are the intentionality guy do you remember it's like well before that there was um another guy i forget which one but this was like the one thing that i felt like was actually like some truth where Mm -hmm. he says we're chemically attached to our emotions and our choices and so we make the choices we make even if they're negative because we don't want to lose that um chemical dependency okay it was like that's yeah yeah. no that's that's pretty true but then they they take it to another level i was gonna say they have a couple of things like that where they say something very basic and you're like all right yeah i see that and then they just completely flip Mm -hmm. it and they're just like whoa i don't know why i don't know why this is even a thing but uh yeah uh she gets over herself (laughs) she takes a shower she's good and she goes to the movie theaters which is how the movie started Mm-hmm. and that, so now that you know oh yeah i never said anything so her issue with weddings and stuff is that her husband cheated on her with somebody who was at her wedding which is why she was like triggered by what she thought was the groom sleeping with a bridesmaid um so then she goes to the movie theater alone and then she encounters another version of herself that was still with her husband at the movie and then a third version of herself and it like takes you back to that opening scene where they're like what if you were somewhere here but also somewhere in another reality and he's just like okay do you have that um the gifts of intentionality quote i do yeah so at the end when they're wrapping it up saying why we're all here do you know what the dude's name is do you remember it all? that one was william tiller he so he's actually credentialed but in nothing that relates to this he's a professor of material sciences so not, not only Stanford. is he actually uh, credentialed, but I don't know if you were paying attention at the thing. He talks about how he had to give up all of his like credentials and authority to follow this dream, and like <laughs> it's like pushed people away from him. And I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> he gave away like actual stuff to ruin your life because of quotes like this. You With got this nonsense. It is my belief that our purpose here is to develop our gifts of intentionality and learn how to be effective creators like what does that mean that's not that says nothing it's like you said they're just like how many big words can you say in the next few minutes and you're just like yeah i like he sounds like he's trying to reach the uh like the 1000 word mark for like his language arts class (laughs) like he's just like fitting that's his like in conclusion I think we're here to This is like pursuing like what homeless people like come up and say to you before they ask to get a dollar. They're like Yeah. I said like I don't want any money, man. I just want to let you know that we need I'm to here, learn to be I'm effective here to explore creators. To be <laughs> effective creators and you know, we just we we need to learn how to access each other through intentionality. That being said, I haven't eaten in a couple of days. <laughs> like it's like come on, bro. Okay. Did I ever tell you about that dude that pressed me at Lake Eola? No. <laughs> this dude. This is of a, a side note, but you just reminded me. I was a uh, I was with Sarah at Lake Eola, and we were like walking that Lake Eola trail, 
and this dude like came up to my car and was like hey man how you doing today and i was like good and like i knew he was gonna ask for money but i like i'm not rude so i'm not gonna be like like beat it but he was like hey i don't want any money or anything like that i just want a minute of your time so i was like all right sure so he like pulls out of his backpack this like bottle of yellow liquid <laughs> and he's like so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a secret that they don't want to tell you but these headlights right here, when they're faded like this, they want you to change them out and buy new headlights because that's how they make oh, money. Oh, they the cleaning the headlights. Right, that's a classic one. Right, yeah. so he so he starts cleaning the headlights, and before he sprays it, I'm like, hey man, I'm just letting you know before you spray it, I don't have any money to give you. He's like, no man, that's good. I just want to help you out. I'm gonna just show you basically how this works. And I was like, no, I appreciate you. I'm just letting you know ahead of time that I don't have any cash for you. And so he sprays it, cleans the one the one headlight, and he's like, and he's like trying to sell to me that he has this like special liquid that he's it's like the dollar store um the totally awesome yellow yellow liquid that you can get at dollar tree it's that <laughs> and he's like trying to pass it off as something real but this dude flipped so hard on his on the head like after he cleaned it he then asked me for money after i had told him mm-hmm. twice already like listen i don't have any money to give you and like he flipped out on me and was like i already cleaned one of your headlights like you have to give me something and i was like i told you before you started that i can't and I, he was like, "But you have a credit card, though, right? I'll go right, I'll go right here with you to this Publix. You can pull out money." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I'm not doing that." And like, he got so mad at me. Like, it it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Like how quickly he flipped on me. And so after we were like coming and walking back around, like this dude was like near my car, like waiting for me again. I was like, "I'm not dealing <laughs> with this dude." I had to like wait a few minutes until he like ran the scam on someone else. I just like walked up to my car and he like saw me and was like gonna pursue me. I was like, "Nah," oh, <laughs> I just like man. got in my car. But it was so crazy. Like I just thought it was so funny that he just like had a full bag. Like not only did he have the spray, but he had a full bag of like turtle wax, like just every like a full like very well maintained and expensive looking <laughs> set. And I was like, you could have spent that on something else, man. I learned. I feel oh, like we're not, I, we're not done with I know, the movie yet. I know less than I did when I started. How does it end? She throws her pills out. Oh, that's right. So, like you need to take those after the <laughs> after the after the movie theater. There's experience, a reason you've been prescribed those. Don't after, listen to these quacks. After the movie theater experience, she she basically starts to learn that because Ramtha has enlightened her, she doesn't need to take her medication anymore, and <laughs> she throws her pills out. Man, this movie sucks, man. It, like, beyond sucks. And then they also, well, they have another quote where they're just like, we know, uh, it's like, let me address the science of this. He goes, how can we measure the effects? We have to live our lives and see if somewhere in our lives something's changed. (laughs) Scientific method right there. Just live life and see if anything is different. Man, I hated this movie. I hated it so much. Oh, and then he goes, what is it? We become the scientists to our life, which is the whole reason we're here. <laughs> is that the same dude? The intentionality dude? I feel like it has to be. Yeah. This whole thing was horrible, man. I, I didn't know. Did you know this was a documentary? I didn't. Nobody knows anything about this movie. I just, I thought, because we both heard them mention it on the um, Astonishing Legends podcast. It was just like a throwaway mention. Yeah. Uh, and I, I and like, I had it because we I got it at a Goodwill. You know who might have said that last one? I think that was Ted Cruz with a stroke. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Dave, his name is David Albert. He's a director of Philosophical Foundations of Physics. That's just a bunch of PH words strung together. But yeah, he looks like Ted Cruz with a stroke. <laughs> oh my god. I hated every minute of this. Speaking of Ted Cruz, I'll talk to you about it later, but um, that Zodiac Killer podcast that I've been <laughs> listening to is like super good, man. They like have a lot of like a lot a lot of the stuff that like the media or like the Zodiac movie portrays that he's like some kind of like mastermind or something. Like he's actually pretty dumb. And like a lot of the stuff that he did, like trying to claim uh murders that like weren't his and stuff like that and like did it in like a very transparent way where people were just like, Oh, he's claiming ten murders that he didn't even commit and it like kinda makes him look like a fool. And it's crazy because he's always painted as like this super genius. I mean, I feel like getting away with crimes before DNA was like no, you just you just weren't there. Mm-hmm. Like you literally just had to not be there, and they were just like, I don't know who could have possibly done it. I don't see him. And then you just have like those old timey detectives where it's just like yeah. it's all about the intuition, and it's like, oh, let's lock up a bunch of innocent people. No, yeah, no, and he like it's it's shocking that he didn't get caught. Um, 
I mean, I, th- I think he did get caught. I think it's the dude, that Arthur dude that they arrested. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you know about it, but they arrested some dude and then let him go. I think it's that dude. But, like, he made so many mistakes with, like, people that he supposedly thought he killed that, like, didn't die. And, like, it's it's crazy. You got to check it out. It's the one that I was telling you about, Monster, where, like, season mm-hmm. one's about the Atlanta child abductions. And then season two's about the Zodiac. But, well, yeah, we'll stick to this movie. What did you, what did you think of What the Bleep Do We Know? I don't think we have to go through the criteria. I'm not going through the criteria, dude. Just general rating, well, so the the Rotten Tomatoes score was 34%. Too high. And the audience score was 68%. Way too high. The audience score is interesting, though, because the audience score is the audience for this movie. That's that's what I mean. It's completely biased because the people that are going to pick this up are going to be like, you know what? This is what they need in their I should join this cult. (laughs) Ratings-wise, I'm going to give this... This is the worst movie. Not not just because it's a bad. They couldn't have just made a bad movie, they but didn't. it had to be offensive. They went the extra mile. Offensive and... to the scientific understanding we've built up, yeah, through our history. They went the yeah. They went the extra mile and ruined me in the process. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just throw away the scientific method. Throw away everything. That's crazy. Yeah. This is a solid zero percent event information my bad i'm at i'm at ramtha's school of enlightenment actually because website. this is a 108 minute movie this is going to be a negative 108 percent movie's long right mm-hmm. for no reason it's just stupid uh i'm on the i'm sorry i'm on the ramtha school of enlightenment uh, website <laughs> <laughs> there's so much stuff out here they're, right now they're offering live and online events to people of all ages and cultures oh man i'm like established by romta.com yeah so she's like uh wait so is uh judy judy zebra knight is she still the mediator for romta right now she seems to be the current conduit for romta they're showing like videos and stuff of her uh basically having conventions like joel Osteen style and like healing people and uh oh man this is so weird I'm sorry. There's probably a lot of dead air, and it's not very interesting to listen to, but go to Ramtha.com. What will you learn? The teachings of Ramtha offer a unique perspective to the view and mastery of life. They represent a framework where questions have remained unanswered by philosophy, science, and religion, and find a new meaning. Ramtha's techniques are a unique science. They address fundamental questions about human existence, our origins and destiny, and nature of reality. She's a legit cult leader, I think. Uh, the four cornerstones of Ramtha's philosophy are the statement, you are God, the mandate to make known the unknown, the concept that consciousness and energy creates nature of reality, and to challenge and conquer yourself. So, gotta conquer yourself out here. Yeah, this is re- weird. The redefinition of God as an observer in quantum physics. It seems to be very heavily based in quantum physics. That's another thing with this movie. They just keep saying quantum physics. Yeah. I feel like that's just a buzzword. Oh, yeah. What does that sure. mean? I think they just want it to be like, ooh. Let's throw quantum in yeah. there. Yeah. I wrote down, acknowledge your quantum self. Somebody said that. You gotta I forget ag- who it was. Acknowledge your quantum member. <laughs> you got <laughs> to you stroke your quantum member. Here's a quote from Ramtha. Now, this is what I desire for you to do. Number one, participate. No one fails this school. There is no such thing as a failure in this school. There are only quitters. And a quitter is equal to what is termed the lack of participation. Now, if you're going to be in this school, you are going to participate. There are no passive masters. There is no such thing as my advanced students will know. Yeah, it's weird. This whole thing is weird. Yeah, she's definitely a cult leader, and this is like a weird. This what the bleep do we know is like a weird, uh, like cult indoctrination training video or something. But I hate it. I hate every bit. Where did we get this? I found this at a Goodwill. I just thought the name was funny. I mean, that's <laughs> that's one redeeming thing is now somebody else won't buy this movie. That's true. We that's took the fact. hit. I remember when I bought it too, and I went, I flipped to the back cover. They have clips like from the acting scenes. Some talking head stuff and some of the Jello boys, and I was like, "What is this movie?" Like, I had no idea it was gonna be a documentary, though. But it's really weird. But yeah, it's about cults and stuff like that. I think I've told you the story before, but um, I was like at a hotel for like a convention that my dad was a part of, and 
I don't know if you've seen them before, but hotels have those like little like small uh, meeting halls that you can mm-hmm. rent out. Yeah. And whatever he was doing, they had like a hall rented out, and then right next door there was like another hall rented out. And a lot of those, I don't know if it's like this at every hotel, but we were at an embassy suites. There's like a peephole uh, where you can see into the convention hall, the meeting hall, just to like see mm-hmm. what's going on. And uh, there was like these people coming in and out of like the convention hall one door down, and it was like dark. And, like, it just looked really weird. So, I, like, went up to, like, look through the um, hole. It was, like, me, my brother, and my sister. And there's a dude. It was definitely, like, a cult meeting mm-hmm. of some time. Or, I don't know, something. There was a dude standing up, like, on a stage with, like, a giant gown on. And he had, like, a, a stick that was, like, flaming on the end. And he was, like, waving it back and forth. And, like, people were, like, laying on the ground. And it was it was not it was just like in a hotel meeting. I think room. you saw like a Freemasons thing. Yeah, that's like a Freemason. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And like I've never done oh, any man. research on it, but yeah, like we were like kind of freaked out about I it. You gotta take you out now. You've seen the and secret I- ceremony. <laughs> it was so long ago. They take me out now. They're like so late on that, guys. I didn't see anything. Yeah, it was so weird. But Manny was there with me and um, both of my sisters, and we just kept like looking in. And eventually, like some girl came out and went to the bathroom. My sister followed her in. And, like, just pretended like she was going to the bathroom. And she was like, oh, hey, what are you, like, here for? And she's like, oh, like, I have a meeting that I'm going to. And she was like, oh, a meeting for what? And she was like, oh, it's just, like, a meeting, like, with a couple friends. Uh, she was just <laughs> real weird about it. And I was like, oh, man, that's so crazy. But I remember I was like, this is, like, a cult or something. Or I didn't know that it was, like, a Freemason thing. But no, I mean, if it was there was, super if bizarre. There was a, I don't think women can be Freemason. So I guess it, there was a woman there. it was something else. I was yeah, thinking I it was, think like, a cult. Can, yeah. Yeah, but it was super weird. And, like, I just remember being, like, disturbed. Like, what is going on in this hotel? Like, it was like a door that you could just open. Like, I was like, these people are tripping. And I never really understood what it was. But, yeah, if you're looking for a new cult to join, Ramtha School of Enlightenment has a sign-in sheet right when you move in to the website. And they've got some event information here. You can attend and attend a live event in person, or you can view it from your home and stream it online. But they have testimonies and... You know, if you're into that sort of thing. I mean, we are our gods. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to give it zero <laughs> percent on all friends. Just a straight zero. I'm not even going to go through the list. I'll give it a... Yeah, I'm done. Man. <clears throat> Freaking Marie had a great time at the Ramtha Shiva's Bow Women's Event. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about everything. Oh man. Genesis. Oh, Genesis twenty nineteen happening this March. We should hit that up. Get a live interview with Where's it at? for the podcast. Where... Let's look at these details. Uh to receive information on price and location you must create an account. Oh yeah, that's, that's how, how they get, get you. you. Yeah. Uh I think we've talked about this movie mm-hmm. enough. Um, it ruined it ruined a full day for me. We got some time. You see any good movies lately? Real quick before we go. Mm, not really. Not no. Really, no. Just what the bleep do we know? I saw a pretty good uh, documentary on <clears throat> on Netflix about the Fire Festival. Mm-hmm. Do you know about that at all? Yeah. Yeah. So the. Netflix did an original documentary. Hulu did one too that I want to watch because it, it it actually has the cooperation of the dude that is like the leader of it that was like the one like doing fraud and everything. But it's nuts. I didn't know like too much about it. I just knew like Ja Rule was involved in it and stuff like that. But it's all super crazy. Like they set up this crazy event, had like a bunch of models and stuff come out to promote the event. And then when the event was being sold, they lost the island. They lost all their money. And they did, like tried to throw up like a facade event at the last minute, and like they spent like like a billion dollars. No one got paid, the workers and stuff. Like people were stranded on an island, like fighting each other. Like it was crazy. It's like a weird like Lord of the Flies thing with like rich kids. It, yeah, it was nuts. Like the whole thing that I was watching, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like to the point where there's a point in the in the movie where this guy Billy, who's like the mastermind behind it. Uh, one of his mentors, I forget the guy's name, but he's like his business mentor. It's like this old gay man. And he like calls him in on the project to be, a, I'm so sick, man. I hate it. <clears throat> he calls him in on the project 
to help out and they're trying to like uh basically ship in a whole bunch of containers of water and like because they're shipping it to like a random island uh they're like no like you can't ship a bunch of water here like without paying like this certain amount of money to release it or whatever and they don't have that money and this dude called his mentor and was like we need you to go to like the customs dude and like blow him <laughs> and like they'll release our water like legit like the lead businessman like that was his plan like to get the gay guy and his crew to like to like go suck some dude's <laughs> dick to like yo it's so crazy and like the the thing that made me the most sad about it is they're interviewing that dude mm-hmm. And he's, like, a very professional, like, dude who's been doing this for years. He's, like, never in my career has, like, something like this happened to me. And I, like, went over there, like, ready to do this, like, for Fire Festival. And he's such a he's such a liar. That's what makes me laugh about it. In the interview, he's, like, I, like, he was, like, as soon as I hung up the phone with him, I, like, took a shower, like, drank mouthwash and, like, basically drove over there like I was ready to go do this for the company. And when I got there, the guy was, like, listen, you don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> And he just gave us the water. And I was like, what a fucking liar. Like, that dude, he sucked that dude's dick. <laughs> and he doesn't want to admit it. I was like, all of that happened and you got there and the dude was like, no, you're fine. Like, I was like, that dude's lying. And he, like, doesn't want to admit it. Anyway, it's the craziest, like, it's a pretty crazy documentary. And, like, it shows that, like, <laughs> Ja Rule is heavily at fault for some stuff. And, like, they just don't address it. <laughs> so, like, it's pretty interesting. I want to see the one that's on Hulu because I guess they have different information. But it's so crazy. I don't have a lot more to add. Do you have anything to add no, about Ramtha or the whole experience? <laughs> All right, it's late. I got to go to sleep. I didn't have a good time doing this anyway. So, we're done with the Bargamage, boys. I'm Ray. I'm John. And, um, you know, find a way to, to, uh... You know, open your eyes to to things that you can't see. We gotta we gotta get a good quote in here. Uh, fi- a good ending quote. Good quotes. What's the um the quote from uh? Didn't what, what's her name uh like Catherine or Candace said some like super dumb shit about uh about your eyes pimping the brain. She doesn't have any good quotes about that. Oh, I don't have it. All I have is acknowledge your quantum self. You can do that one. <laughs> so we'll leave off on. Acknowledge your quantum self. Hold on. It's not working, so we're going to end on Ramtha talking about sex. A sexual fantasy. It only takes one sexual fantasy for a man to have a hard on. In other words, it only takes one thought here for a man to have an erection in his member. And yet, there was nothing outside of him that gave him that. It was what was within him that gave him that. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's it. Goodbye.